Welcome to another episode of the Arizona Timeless Tours Podcast. Hope everybody is having a beautiful day today. It's Tuesday, May 11th. I am doing this podcast at 11.15 a.m. Just uploaded my most recent YouTube video. Just put that out there about five minutes ago on the locations that we're going to talk about on this podcast. So when the podcast is through and you're done listening, uh, head over to the Arizona Timeless Tours YouTube channel and check out uh, the, the YouTube video. It's all going to be there. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about my pretty much my last big adventure that I'm going to be taking prior to moving to the great state of Texas the first week of July. So if you haven't heard the news, uh, well, you're hearing it now. I'm moving to the great state of Texas the first week of July of 2021. I did a podcast called The Big Big News where I announced this. Um, but um, yeah, going to start covering the history of Texas. Looking, Really looking forward to that. All we're going to do, we're at the same place, same channel, same time, same everything. <laughs> we are um, we're going to just merge the Arizona Timeless Tours with Texas. We're going to change the name, of course, to the Aztec. The AZ-TEX for Arizona and Texas. And uh, we got four years of Arizona gems uh, on all of my social media platforms that people can go out there and check out. And uh, we're going to add the state of Texas to that. So uh, hopefully if you're moving to Arizona or Texas, you can check out. There'll be a lot of stuff to check out on all these social media platforms. Or maybe you're just taking um, just taking a road trip, maybe taking vacation in Arizona or Texas. These will be great. The Aztec will be a great site for you to log on to and see all of these unbelievable hidden gems in these two phenomenal states. So let's jump in. Where did I take this last journey to? I went to Quartzsite. Quartzsite, Arizona. Why did I go there? I went really for one reason. Uh, about two years ago, I learned about the Camel Corps and a gentleman named Hi Jolly. And I was amazed that they had camels in the desert in the 1850s uh, working on a wagon road across New Mexico and Arizona. And I read about it and it just amazed me. And, uh, you know, over time, when, when the Camel Corps came to an end at the beginning of the Civil War, they sold off uh, these camels. I think there were roughly 44 of them. Uh, High Jolly purchased a few, and then somebody else purchased some more, and then they let the rest free into the desert landscape. And even into the early 1900s, people spotted camels out in the uh, Arizona desert. What a story. I mean, it, it just intrigued me. So I had to go to Quartzsite because I wanted to see the last camp of High Jolly uh, the High Jolly Cemetery where he's buried. So um, Sunday morning, 4.30 in the morning, got in the car and headed towards Quartzsite. Two hours and 20 minutes later, 181 miles later, I was at the uh, High Jolly Cemetery. I got there, spent about 45 minutes. And uh, something I always tell people, when you're going to these grave, uh, these grave sites, these graveyards, always remember a lot of people are buried here. A lot, and these are pioneer cemeteries. They're over a hundred years old, and um, we want to pay respect to the whole cemetery, the whole area, not just to one individual. So when you go there, you just pay your respect to the cemetery and uh, 
record film uh, the best you can, uh, paying respect to the area that you're standing in. And that's what I try to do to all the pioneer cemeteries that I go to. But anyhow, so I get there, and when you get out of the car, you're confronted with this sign. It says, The Last Camp of High Jolly. And it says here, High Jolly was hired in 1857 as a camel herder in the U.S. Army's short-lived historic camel corps by Lieutenant Edward F. Beale in his expedition to chart out a wagon road across New Mexico and Arizona, ending at the Colorado River. In 1861, the Civil War commenced, ending the, the day of the Camel Corps. High Jolly returned to court site, trying his hand in mining, packing, scouting, and delivering the jackass mail and selling water to travelers. The court site cemetery is named in High Jolly's honor. I believe it's been placed on the, um, register of Na uh, the National Register of Historic Places right there at the bottom of, of the pyramid. Uh, shaped tomb, I think back in 2011, if I can remember correctly. So not very long ago was it was it placed on there. But uh, I stayed out there for about 40 minutes, read a few other signs out there on the cemetery, on the uh, the camel experiment. They have one sign that's really, it's, it, uh, it's been taken a toll on the, by the, the sun hitting it on a daily basis out there. So they might need to replace that sign. But that's within 100 yards of a huge RV park. Not huge, a medium-sized RV park you pass before you go into the High Jolly Cemetery. Just an interesting place for it. But Quartzsite is like the RV capital of the world. I've never seen more boondocking locations to park or camp for 14 days than I did in that location. It was absolutely unbelievable. So after I left the, uh, the High Jolly Cemetery... I headed to a place called the Fisherman Geoglyph. And if you put that into any GPS, uh, the Fisherman Geoglyph in, um, in Baos, Arizona, uh, it will send you right to this location, at least to the side of the road nearest to the Geoglyph. So I was about, uh, I drove five miles out on, I believe, the 95 out of Quartzsite. And then I took a right for another roughly 10 to 11 miles and that was it it said was here so i pulled over on the side of the road and um just trying to make sure my computer is up here folks um i pulled on the side of the road i got out and i wasn't really sure i looked at the terrain i had seen a youtube video and read a, an article on this it was in the arizona highways magazine years ago and i thought to myself okay i really messed my knee up about three weeks ago, my left knee, and it's about 50% better. That's it in three weeks. And I'm like, do I want to, I don't know what this hike is, how long it is. It turned out to be about eh, 350, a little over 350 yards from where you park. But where you park, you go up over this hill, and then you can't see your car anymore. And really, truly, you're in the middle of no man's land. If the car breaks down or something happens to you, because there were so many bees and flies out there, because you know, bees, because it's blooming everywhere in the month of May here in the desert. And they were swarms all over the place. And uh, these flies were huge. Some of the biggest flies I've ever seen in the state of Arizona. And um, so I was walking and I could see farther ahead that there was a plaque there. So I kept walking, got to the plaque, checked it out, and walked another 60 yards. And you get to this unbelievable fisherman geo, uh, geoglyph, which they... They, I think they dated between 500 and 1200 AD in that, in that range. Some people think it's a lot more recent, 
but it was discovered in 1932 when somebody was flying an airplane over the area. And believe me, there's more geoglyphs than this one. This is the one that most people know about. Uh, this is the one that, you know, it's it, what, what touristy, you know, if you, if you put it into your GPS, you will find it. The other ones you really got to search out, but there are many more in the, uh, the Baos, Arizona area, but this is the easiest one to get to. So I went out there, I launched a drone, took some fabulous pictures, a little windy, only had the drone up for about four, four and a half minutes, got uh, three or four really great drone pictures from up there and some video and then brought it back down. It was getting warm already. It was only like, I don't know, 8.45 in the morning. And again, I just looked around and I'm like, yeah, I should have brought a friend with me uh, today. I couldn't get anyone to go out there with me. So even though I was going to tell him, I'm like, we're leaving at 4.30. We will be back in the valley no later than 1.30 in the afternoon. That would be the latest and still couldn't find somebody to go out there and film this stuff with me. But I would say if you go into that area, especially in the morning, uh, you'll want to take somebody with you. But uh, I filmed that area. And then I walked back to the car and turned the air conditioning on full blast and threw in the GPS um, the uh, Baus Monument Row. Baus Monument Row. And um, so I'm looking at this and it says it's 12.1 miles to the left. So keep going on this road that I'm going on. So I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to check this out because this is a very historical spot. So I get in the car and I start traveling out there. And at the end of the road, you come to this corner, and then it's right there. This historic spot's right on the corner in Baos. Now, Baos, I hope I'm saying it right, uh, but uh, somebody was there, and they said you pronounce it Baos, Arizona. It, uh, in 2010, at the census of 2010, it said it had uh, just under 1,000 people. It was like 996 maybe people living in Baos in 2010. I don't think it's grown that much more. Uh the big draw or how its economy is driven is by tourism and retirees and agriculture. That's it. And it might be in that order. But um, there was, it was just quiet. The street was quiet. A few semi-rigs going up and down to Interstate 10 about 25 miles up the road. But really quiet. And I got out. And this was a really, this is what I would call a definite Arizona hidden gem. This was a top secret site back in the 1940s under General George Patton. I mean, does it get any bigger than George Patton? He's going to train uh, 5,500 men in tanks. And uh, they're going to have this top secret light that they're experimenting with. And they're going to take this, uh, this top secret, this, all this, um, uh, this knowledge and this technology to Africa next. That's where they're going to use it. But they're training there. Now, 30 miles straight up the road over the railroad tracks. Now, just over the railroad tracks, not but a quarter of a mile away from the corner, is a is a uh, museum, but it was closed that early in the morning on a Sunday. So, but 30 miles up from there, you can actually find the actual tracks, the tank track, the tank tracks that they made back in the 1940s training for this top secret mission, these 5,500 individuals. And, uh, but on the corner, there's a bunch of plaques dedicated to each of the tank uh, brigades that were um, participating in this mission. And uh, you can read those. They're very interesting. Uh, they have uh, pictures of what it looked like out in 1940s in Baos, Arizona. I can't imagine what it looked like. I saw what it looked like in 2021. Uh, they can't be much going on in, uh, in 1942. But um, 
again, a, a top secret site. They have two tanks there on the corner, which are really cool. Uh, an, an old uh, army truck. Then they have a plaque to Camp Baus out there uh, telling the history of this top secret light that they were going to be putting on top of these tanks uh, when they headed to Africa. But uh, a real cool spot, very, very top secret for quite some time. I stayed out there, read all the pe the plaques, took pictures of all the vehicles and the tanks that were out there. If you get an opportunity, I would say that this is a must-see. A must-see piece of World War II history. Um, a must-see uh, must piece of Arizona history. Really a cool, cool area to go check out. Take the kids. Take a day trip. Do what I did. Go check out the YouTube video that's now uploaded at the Arizona Timeless Tourist YouTube channel. Uh, page it's the uh, very first video up there and uh, go to court site go see the uh, the grave of high jolly read about the history of the camel corps back in 1857 then travel down to the the fisherman geoglyph that's dated around 500 to 1200 ad then roll up the the uh, road for 12 miles and check out this top secret general patent site where he trained 5500 uh, individuals and in tanks uh, for what they were going to do in their mission in Africa during World War II. So that was it. That was my last big trip in the state of Arizona because we're already, again, on the 11th, right? The 11th of May. Um, I don't see any big trips taking place now. Um, I have over 190 different locations on that YouTube channel. Uh, this is the 29th podcast. My Facebook page, the Arizona Timeless Tours Facebook page, is just loaded Folks, if you haven't if you haven't checked that out and uh, clicked to join that page, it is loaded with some unbelievable information for the past four years. I mean, loaded. I almost thought about taking some of that information down when I started doing the Arizona Timeless Tours in the last 16 months as a business. Now that has not panned out, but uh, it's all that information is still on that Facebook site. Really go there and check it out before I take some of that down And I, when I move to Texas. Most of it I'll keep up, but about 20 or 30% of that's going to have to come off. But um, if you know anybody that's willing to sponsor the podcast, please have them get a hold of me at deanb7010 at gmail.com. That's deanb7010 at gmail.com. Trying to get the podcast sponsored to keep it going. Uh, if you want to donate to help keep uh, this this next step going in Texas and in Arizona because we haven't stopped doing uh, Arizona adventures. They're just not going to be as many as Texas now because we have four years of adventures here. But uh, you can hit up my PayPal link on my YouTube channel. It's the only place that you can find it. A dollar. If you can donate a dollar to go into that gas tank, that, uh, that Jeep that we've been traveling 40,000 plus miles in over the last almost four years, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Again, if you know anybody who would love to sponsor any of the social media platforms, that also would be greatly appreciated. If you're not following me on TikTok, we are uh, about 150 people short of 60,000 followers in the last 11 months. Unbelievable. Uh, roughly 15.5 million views on TikTok. So I do have the High Jolly TikTok out there. It's the last one I uploaded about 24 hours ago. We'll upload a brand new one today. Not sure which one it will be. But it should be uploaded sometime by 6 or 7 o'clock tonight here on the 11th of May. So check out TikTok. Check out YouTube. Uh, check out the Facebook page. Those are the three major 
um, social media pages. And then also, of course, the Arizona Timeless Tours podcast, which you're listening to right now. If you could share it with as many people as possible so we can keep it up and running. This is like the least expensive thing I do. I get to sit back in my office in an air-conditioned home with a computer screen in front of me. Uh, All I had to pay for was the mic and the system that I'm recording into and uh, just talk to you about these Arizona and soon-to-be Texas adventures. It really doesn't cost me much. And uh, sometimes you got to weigh, you know, now when I go out and I do these things, like that courtside adventure, I was actually sitting in my car at 4.30 in the morning, and I hadn't even turned it on yet and pulled out of the driveway because I was still weighing the benefit of go, of driving this this 400, well, yeah, this roughly, it took me over 400 miles at the end of it all, trip, was it worth the trip to to film all this, to launch the drone, uh, the wear and tear on the car, the gas, the wear and tear on the left knee, uh, to bring back, to, to place it on the social media pages and to do a podcast. And uh, it took me about four or five minutes to pull out I almost went back to bed, folks. And uh, at this point, after after going to 190 locations and uh, not seeing as big a growth as I want to see, so I'm not. This is not a rant or a complaint time for the Arizona Timeless Tours. It's just it's uh, it's weighing, you know, weighing the the benefits of all the travel time, wear and tear, gas, and all this stuff to come back and to put out there, you know, sometimes, you know, 300 total views on, on YouTube, you, you know, the business isn't going as, because of the pandemic isn't picked up as, as much as I thought it would in the last 16 months. So uh, the speak engagements kind of got closed down because of the pandemic. So we're going to try to keep it up and running. Uh, I'm going to try to keep motivated. And the motivation comes from you, the listener, uh, the people who leave comments on the podcast and the YouTube and the Facebook and the Instagram, uh, it, that that truly keeps me going and says, you know what? I definitely want to keep the content coming. So again, if you know anybody that would like to help out and sponsor any portion of the Arizona Timeless Tours across any of my social media outlets, please let me know. I will post my email in the description down below this podcast. Okay, that's all I got for you. I appreciate everyone who takes time out of their day to listen to the podcast. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, go over there and check out the YouTube video next. That would be greatly appreciated. Um, until next time, folks, take care of yourself.